0: spent a minute and a half waiting for molly to walk around so we could start recording hi everyone my name is jordan reed
1: and i'm Lindsay reed
0: and this is spooky spouses a podcast about ghosts and stuff
1: each week we talk about things like urban legends
0: how scared we are at all times that our dog is going to make a noise
1: (laughs) cryptozoology
0: our dog's terrible breath.
1: Paranormal things, aliens.
0: Uh, the ghosts or the demons that come out of our dog's mouth whenever she breathes.
1: Yeah, there are a lot in there.
0: Yeah, I think there are right now 5 million terrible and discreet demons inside of Molly's mouth. Yeah. She smells really bad.
1: Can we talk about anything spooky related.
0: Every single week, Lindsay and I separately will research a topic about who knows what, as long as it's spooky, and then come into our house and sit down and record an episode and discuss what we researched for the first time with each and every one of you. And this week, I'll say Ryan and Carol.
1: Aw, Carol.
0: Yeah. My mom had a really good friend growing up named Carol, and she was very nice.
1: Good. Yeah, she was Congratulations, cool. Carol.
0: One time at a bowling alley, I spit water in Carol's face as a joke. Now I was well. I was very young, and Carol is my mom's age, so they were probably forty or something. I was maybe seven years old, and I had water in my mouth, and I walked up to Carol, (laughs) I just sprayed water in her face from my mouth. That's rude. It was so incredibly rude. But did you get in trouble? Yes. (laughs) Yeah, I sure did.
1: Well, you're kind of a scary little kid then. I
0: think I was a scary. Scary rude boy. I think I was.
1: Well, last week we talked about, I talked about cults. Yes, you did. And some weird creepy ones. There are a lot of weird creepy ones.
0: Yeah, off air, you told me about a lot that I think our listeners might be happy that we didn't discuss on the show.
1: They're a little much.
0: A little lottle much.
1: But yeah, and then you did some creepy cryptid trivia.
0: I did. Cryptid or crap. Yeah, cryptid or crappy. Trivia. I made up a few cryptids that I thought were silly. (laughs) And then a few real ones that I also thought were silly. And then I tried to trick you and I only tricked you on the last one.
1: Yes, that is true.
0: And one other haunted thing is my pop filter because it keeps moving all over. But I fixed it.
1: This is probably a ghost.
0: Yeah, I bet you are right.
1: It's moving it all about.
0: Yeah. I was thinking a way to maybe spice up our intro is we could add some cool sound effects or something. What do you think about that? Like what? Like maybe if you say something cool, when I edit the show, I could maybe put a cool sound effect on your voice and then it might make it like spookier, or like more, uh, I don't know, scary.
1: What do you want? Like me to say a word?
0: Yeah, you say any word you want and then I'll make it scary.
1: Okay. Um.
0: Nightmares. That's pretty good. Do you want to do one more? Uh. Really go for it. I don't. I don't know. Maybe try skeletons. Skeletons. Okay. Yeah. I. I can guarantee that I made both of those really scary. Missing socks in the dryer. The game people play when you're young, and they say, "Oh, I've got your nose," but they actually have it. Ew. Yeah. Wouldn't that be gross?
1: They actually stole your nose. They
0: actually stole. They have stolen the, your nose from your face. Yikes. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's really really scary. You need that. Yeah, you do for a lot of things. A lot of people think your nose is just for smelling, but that's not true. for
1: other things.
0: Did you ever used to do that thing when you were younger where if you didn't want to eat food, you'd plug your nose and then eat it where people are like, oh, if you plug your nose, you can't taste it?
1: Well, because you can't smell it.
0: Yeah, but I never thought that worked. I used to do it a few times. I don't
1: know. I don't, I, like maybe if you don't smell it, you can't. Dealt it? (laughs) Taste it? I don't know. I don't know. Does don't, that work? or?
0: I don't think it actually works. We'll have
1: to try it later. Well,
0: because you and I both grew up being pretty picky eaters. Yeah. So I, I would do it quite a bit.
1: I was really picky, but I never held my nose. I just didn't eat it.
0: <laughs> Did you do the thing where you like turn your head to the side and put it past your mouth and then fake chew, but then you like. Just let it rest on your shoulder where no one can see it? And then no. you have a pile of uh, macaroni on your shoulder?
1: No. Well, I didn't like when foods touched other foods. Yeah. So like if they were touching on my plate, I would eat the areas that were not touching the other foods.
0: So you would have like little traces of food left that yeah. were like rubbing up against other foods.
1: Yeah, because they touched other foods. Even though I'm going to eat all of the foods on my plate, they can't touch
0: My brother Brad one time after Thanksgiving, maybe a day or two after we were, well, yeah, this, this was a few years ago. I remember he got a plate of leftovers, microwaved it, and then mushed it all together on his plate after it came out of the microwave, like some sort of an alien. Yeah. And I was like, what are you doing? And he's like, "All it goes to the same place. And he was like taking a really weird stand against or like on that for some reason for I have no idea why. he. I've never seen him do it (laughs) again, but he was like 20 something and just feeling angsty.
1: He was just having a day.
0: It's really gross.
1: (laughs) I guess. Like what kind of foods were they?
0: Every food. Every food for Thanksgiving. Probably stuffing, sweet potatoes, turkey, all sorts of stuff. And just like out of the microwave slorsh slorsh stirred it all up up, and then ate it
1: well think about like a witch when they make their potions in their cauldron it's kind of the same thing because maybe your brother's a witch
0: well yeah brad could be a warlock
1: because they like mix like frogs toes the toes just not the foot just (laughs) the the, toes the the tiny tiny. little tog (laughs) the tiny little frog toes
0: the tiny tog froze
1: (laughs) And then there's like blood of some animal and then some hair from like another warlock.
0: And then turkey legs.
1: Yeah. Like there's always like a chicken foot floating around.
0: There's always a chicken's foot floating around.
1: I guess it's like it's it's a have It's like a must have. It's like the salt to witches.
0: Oh, yeah. So salt is to people who cook as I forget. Salt is to as a chicken's foot is to witches or warlocks. Yeah. Yeah. All right, cool. Well, now Molly has hiccups (laughs) on the couch.
1: She's been crying, and now she has hiccups. It's kind of cute.
0: It's kind of cute, but that means that she's going to be loud here, and I bet you there'll be a few minutes of the show gone because (laughs) Molly decided to chime in.
1: No, she kind of has sleepy eyes. So anyways, am I first this week?
0: Yes, you are first this week.
1: Okay, I have a very creepy story to tell you.
0: Yeah, you told me even two days ago that this might be too scary for some people.
1: If it's too much... Will either not use it or plug your ears. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I have a couple stories because I didn't know how this would go.
0: Okay. So do you need us to replace any words with like bunny or like um, corgi puppy? No.
1: Okay. <laughs> but if it gets too scary, then put on a corgi video.
0: Okay. Well, I don't. I don't feel like we've been like really scary recently, so we yeah, might as well. Yeah. That's why I
1: feel like we need a really good story.
0: Okay. Here we go.
1: Okay, it's not a very long story, but I think it's really creepy. Because not only is the story creepy, what it doesn't tell you, you're like, wait, that's even creepier. All right. Okay, so my scary story takes place during the summer of 1983.
0: Okay, you and I were negative three.
1: That's the scary part. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just kidding. It was in a town near Minneapolis, Minnesota, and the reports... ...of the investigation where they found a charred body of a woman inside her farmhouse. The woman's body was found inside the stove.
0: Oh, gross.
1: So, creepy, scary, really bad things. Yes. A video camera was also found in the kitchen standing on a tripod pointing towards the oven.
0: Oh, no.
1: So, there was no tape found inside the video camera at the time.
0: Can I say something? Yeah. Phew. <laughs>
1: Yeah, but oh. when they found something like that, they thought maybe it was suicide. Okay. Because that's what it kind of seems like. Sure. You know, little intense, little crazy. Although the scene was originally labeled as a homicide or a suicide by police... An unmarked VHS tape was later discovered at the bottom of the farmer's well.
0: Oh, no.
1: Which had apparently dried up early there that year. So they couldn't see in the bottom of the well. And then when it dried up, they could see that there was something down there. Okay. Um, they kind of were like, we hope the tape is intact. But they kind of didn't want the tape to be intact.
0: I would, yes, I think I can agree with with both of those feelings.
1: Yeah, because that's pretty intense. That's the pretty intense part of the story. Uh, Despite its worn condition, the fact that it contained no audio, police were still able to view the contents of the tape.
0: Oh, man. I
1: will say this footage is online. Oh. I did uh, not watch it because after reading the story, I couldn't know. I There's will no also,
0: way. I will also not watch it.
1: No, but if you really can handle stuff like that, it is out there for you to see. I mean, it's a police-investigated tape. I think that as long as they're not hurting any family members or something, they're allowed to play that. Uh, I don't know. I'm I, not sure.
0: <laughs> I have no idea. I'm not going to pretend to be even <laughs> or, an armchair expert of or law. Or dark
1: dark web people. like. Yeah. Got that stuff. This
0: seems very dark webby.
1: Um, she didn't have a lot of close family. So that's why it's kind of sad and it's a little weird because... It seems more of like a kind of a suicide, like open, closed case. Sure. So they wrote it off as the, re- the woman recorded herself in front of the camera and did her thing. But after investigation and seeing the video, which was horrific, I guess, which I would imagine, nobody thought about the fact that until years later that This can't be a suicide because how would the tape get in the well?
0: Well, that was my first thought. Right. When you said they found the tape and they're like, oh, okay, well, they'll just write it off as a suicide. That was my first thought.
1: But the tape that they watched, it seems like she nonchalantly knows what she's doing and gets in the oven. Okay. They said after reviewing the tape that there was no suspicion that she was being forced or she was feeling scared or threatened, mm-hmm. or any signs of any shadows of someone having the tape recorder. And why would you put the tape recorder on a tripod? I mean, I don't know. It's just, it seems as though she set it up herself, but for some reason, the tape was taken out of the tripod and the recorder, or taken out of the re- tape recorder and put in the well.
0: Am I allowed to have a theory yet, or is there more to hear in a second?
1: Well, they also found no fingerprints besides her own on Um, the tape and on the recorder.
0: Okay, see that. Okay, my my theory was going to be that someone came in, saw the the, uh, video camera, and was like, what the heck? what's this doing? And if they noticed a stove that was like just a perfectly normal looking stove from the outside, they watched the tape and went, oh, horrendous, and then threw it. But there were no fingerprints.
1: Yeah, but hers.
0: That's a lot.
1: So there's a lot of conspiracies, even though this is really crazy and weird. It reminds me of that movie, The Life of David Gale, if anybody has ever seen that. But yeah, the local police did not ever release anything because they didn't want the neighborhood to obviously freak out and the community to freak out. But it, I feel like it kind of worked against them because I feel like somebody might have some clues to why this tape was put in a well or why she did what she did.
0: Well, I guess if people knew her around her town or whatever.
1: Right. I mean, maybe they knew that she was very lonely or didn't have family or I don't know. Or maybe they knew someone was suspicious like weirdly suspiciously hanging out with her or anything yeah but i don't know it's pretty weird and the fact that they have no fingerprints besides hers yeah they think it's weird there's a lot of conspiracy that she died and then as a ghost Mm -hmm. had thrown away the tape because they think that maybe that she the spirit regrets videotaping what she did or maybe that she didn't want anybody to know that she did it i don't know weird case
0: I mean, it also could very well be someone put it in the well, but I think all too often we overlook it was wearing gloves. They could have been, yeah. Or blocked their fingerprints from something.
1: Yeah, and I'm thinking if you threw it in the well, blocked your fingerprints, I mean, it wasn't in the greatest shape the tape yeah because they couldn't get any sound or anything out of it but you could watch it it could be a number of things but it's just very suspicious even too to me that like you would find something like that and then just ditch it in the well by the house like somebody knew her i think that got rid of the tape
0: yes yeah i mean maybe so someone either stumbled across it maybe she was working didn't show up at work they showed up to her house because they were probably worried about her or something maybe i don't know it could be a number of things you but then again, you would also think that why why on earth, if it was in the well, but they found her fingerprints on it, why would only hers be left on it and not someone else's if they didn't try to cover up their fingerprints? Right. That's really bizarre.
1: I don't know. Some people think she was still forced. Some people think that it's her spirit. Some people think that, like you said, somebody ditched the tape afterwards after she had done that. Yeah. Who knows?
0: That's, that was, that's a heavy duty one.
1: It's a heavy duty. Do- I told you it was a little heavy heavy duty, but it's creepy. And it's, you know, still one of those cases today that are just not ever solved. I mean, it was just kind of like, okay, well, it is what it is, I guess. We have no other evidence. They found nothing else.
0: Yeah. And I think like, I don't know, you and I get a little nervous about bringing in certain things, but it's like, I think it's okay, right? We're spooky spouses. Right. And it's a spooky story.
1: I have one more story. Okay. It's spooky, but it's a little more funny because that one was a little heavy duty. Yes. Yes. So let's lighten it up a little bit. So you're
0: doing heavy duty cop, fun cop. Yes. Okay. And this is good. This is all, I mean, it's hot and cold, salty sweet. Right now you are, uh, I'm not sure if this is okay to say, but you're peanut butter and jellying yourself. Sure. Which is very good.
1: So this was a story from someone in the UK. He said, my cousin and I were walking through the woods, just a typical Sunday going on a hike. (laughs) Suddenly, we saw a man standing in the bushes pretty close to us. He was wearing nothing but tidy whities dress shoes, and a watch.
0: No socks?
1: (laughs) Just dress shoes, a watch, and he had his back towards them. Okay. So imagine coming up, like seeing a man with dress shoes, his tidy whitey is a watch, and his back is just towards well, you. Well,
0: I can't imagine it because I have a story after a quick one as soon as you're done with this one <laughs> that's very similar. I think you know which one it is.
1: Okay. They said they just kind of froze staring at him. And he must have heard them rustling around behind him and slowly turned around, like comically (laughs) slowly turned around. Wouldn't
0: it be funny if he turned around without moving his feet? He just like slowly slid like he was (laughs) on like like a rotating platform.
1: Ugh. (laughs) <laughs> they said he had the creepiest smile on his face and then started slowly moving toward them oh. while making a beckoning motion with his finger
0: no way no like, way
1: come over here hey. like come on Who who's right. gonna like who's gonna do who's gonna come there
0: uh well i would say that if someone if you were the person who was doing that who was dressed the way that this guy who was trying to own this look yeah and then was doing this and or then
1: doing the, something weird in the woods
0: well yeah but if, you yeah. look, but if you were looking at people and you beckoned them in that state and the people walk towards you, you're like, oh, finally, someone who's on my level.
1: Someone who wants to do this. Well, this person that wrote the story, he said he remembers being frozen with fear. And as he turned around to look at his cousin, he noticed his cousin was gone and all he could see were his green Nikes flashing in the distance as he was bolting away from him. Oh my god. So his cousin just dipped on him he's like well
0: smart because i bet you from the cousin's perspective the cousin's like i saw my cousin standing there and not running away like a (laughs) like a bizarre person and i'm out of there oh my
1: gosh he said he said of course he followed immediately he doesn't think he's ever run that fast ever again in his life
0: that's insane (laughs) yeah this guy was just standing there and and on his whitey tighties dress shoes a watch a watch I like how they noticed they, they remembered the watch. must have been a really nice watch.
1: It must have been a pretty blingy watch.
0: Well, did you say he was wearing a hat or no?
1: No. They didn't say anything about a hat.
0: Do you think wearing a hat would make it creepy or less creepy? I guess it depends on the hat, huh?
1: Maybe less creepy?
0: If he was wearing a hat? Because
1: maybe like, then his clothes got blown off. I don't know.
0: <laughs> like, <laughs> I was on my way to the market and my clothes blew off. <laughs> <laughs> was that a pretty good accent?
1: Yeah. His clothes blew off. You I Do you want don't to try know. one?
0: A little accent?
1: With his clothes blowing off? <laughs> sure. I lost my... But clothes blew off.
0: That's pretty good.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm not very good.
0: That's okay. Me either. But
1: so that, yeah, that was my scary, pretty intense story. Yeah. And then that was my scary, kind of funny story.
0: I would say the first one is scary, but it's more so just... Pecu- like really peculiar it's very
1: odd that when i first read it the the whole f- like start of the story is very sad yeah and very macabre and then as i finished reading it i was like wait they found a videotape in the bottom of the well i'm like how how yeah I guess it's just one of those cases that's always going to be how. Like I said, you can watch it online. I'm not recommending to do it. I didn't watch it.
0: No, I'd rather not. But
1: if that's your thing, that's your thing. It's there. Well, I guess
0: according to the to the story or the people or person who watched the video said that the lady was just like was very nonchalantly just. Walk yeah. right in, will walk. And
1: back. that's honestly what made me want to watch the video, but I just couldn't do it. But like, no. yeah, they said in the reports that she, there are no shadowy, shadowy figures like around her. It doesn't look like she's making eye contact with anyone. I mean, because they looked for every kind of sign that like if somebody were in the room with her or forcing her or helping her, it, there's no sign of that. So it's a very odd story.
0: You're right. It is. Uh, so I said I was gonna tell a quick one. Yes. that's what that's similar like very similar. A to few, the woods guy. To the woods guy. You you know this one. I say you and I pointed to Lindsay, not you, Ryan or Carol, but a few of us in undergrad were walking back uh, past the ridges in Athens, Ohio, to this little hill called Radar Hill, and it was at night. And we there honestly like nothing weird was going on. We just walked up there just to go up there because it was a night hike. And then we were walking back, and some of our friends who were parked where we had parked, they they didn't go up to the hill. They said, Hey, watch out. There's a guy walking up the trail. You'll know which guy we're talking about. And we were like, Okay. So we hung up. And then coming out of the woods is a fully nude man in hiking shoes and a backpack who just walked right past us. And we were like, What the heck? And he giggled and went, oh, Hey. And then kept walking.
1: Maybe it was the same guy.
0: It might have been the same guy. This
1: guy was in the UK, but you know, he obviously seems like he gets around.
0: Well, I will happily say that this is before everyone had a cell phone camera or a cell phone camera with a flash. This is like mm. pre or like entry level smartphone time. This is like so he 2008. was Golden. Yeah. He was fine. He was like, no one's gonna Snapchat me my right. hike. Yeah. Fun. Well, fun. Yeah, I guess fun.
1: Well, those are my scary stories. I had another one, but I think we're running out of time, so we
0: actually—if you want to make up a very quick scary story, you can. We have a few minutes Just, um, if you want to make one up.
1: One time, true story. One time, I went to the mall, and I went into J.C. Penney's to buy some makeup, and I actually got lost for about twenty-five minutes.
0: That's right.
1: I had to call you and tell you I was lost in J.C. Penney's. I couldn't get back to the mall.
0: I will say, in your defense. A lot of department stores in malls... Confusing. Well, because it's all the exact same lighting. There's all these tiny departments everywhere. Sometimes there's an escalator. I don't even know what to do with that thing. (laughs) Like...
1: How high does that escalator go?
0: Where and yeah, and like, what's my orientation when I'm looking at the escalator? Am I am I facing south in the store? Well, and a lot of
1: times they're facing both ways because one goes up, one goes down.
0: Which, in and of itself, is such a crazy concept—going up and down.
1: All I wanted was a little bit of eyeshadow.
0: And you end up getting lost and trapped.
1: I got trapped for a little while. And
0: correct me if I'm wrong, but didn't you escape the J.C. JCPenney's because you found an associate who was working there and you grabbed onto their legs, like with your arms and you were laying on the ground. You're like, maybe when you clock out, you'll just leave the store and I'll come with you. <laughs> no. Oh, okay. Uh, also but I st- did get out. I know. I'm very happy you I'm got here out. now. You're here now. Great. Yeah. Lindsay is not Skyping. I'm from- actually
1: Skyping from the J.C. JCPenney's <laughs> that I'm stuck in. <laughs>
0: Uh, When I was younger, when we were in the mall, I would never like to leave the department store because I thought the area in the mall where you walk around, uh, what's that area called? Just like the The big part,
1: <laughs> <laughs> the middle part, the I don't middle know. part
0: I used. Uh, there were a few times where I would cry because this is probably around the same time when I was spitting water in Carol's face. I was, I was probably younger, <laughs> uh, but I thought it was scary because it was like it was more dimly lit than the department stores. And I apparently was afraid of the dark and I <clears> thought that was the dark and I hated it.
1: So basically, our conclusion: our malls can be scary.
0: Oh, malls are! In, you and I were just at a mall today making a return, and it's Happy Holidays. The malls are scary. Christmas crazy. Yes, people uh, just sort of wandering all over the place. It's like it's worse now than being at the grocery store. Correct. Well.
1: Well, should we do a little bit of hot and Housekeeping?
0: Yes, we will. And then we'll come back. And then I have a very terrifying story about a Dillard's. Okay. <laughs> okay.
1: As long as it's not a Sears.
0: No. Well.
1: I haven't been in a Sears in probably about 18 years.
0: I went into Sears one time and I was very surprised because apparently because i guess they were selling very minimal uh not super big pairs of jinkos in the sears where i when i was in high school and i went oh Hmm. it's nice no sorry middle school and i said nice okay okay well we will see each and every one of you in three two one This episode is brought to you in part by our spooky little buds over at ViddySpace. Space is an online spooky streaming service that has all sorts of stuff. It has real life demons and zombies, has documentaries about Bigfoot, about the Mothman, it has movies, movies that I believe are exclusive to Vitty Space.
1: Anything spooky that you wanna watch
0: and now podcasts and we are the first podcast on the Viddy space network and Viddy space just launched their ios app and their app for android users and we are stoked now you can vidi and wander and space Space, You can get your spookies on the go. You can go to vidi.space and start browsing all their terrifically terrifying content or go to the App Store or the Google Play Store and search vidi space, V-I-D-I space, and start browsing.
1: If you want to try it for free, you can get 15 days as your free little trial.
0: Yeah, which is incredible. You can watch some of Seth Breedlove's movies. You can watch some projects that Nick Roth and Elizabeth Saint are a part of paranormal lockdown the ghost of shepherdstown all sorts of spooky stuff i think they're adding stuff every day or every week it just becomes bigger and bigger and richer full of stuff
1: go get your dose of spooky we are also a part of the Scavengers Network. The Scavengers Network has great little spooky buddies and regular buddies of all sorts <laughs> and wonderful podcasts. You can check them out at scavengersnetwork.com.
0: You can also find the Scavengers Network on any and all forms of social media, except for, I'm going to be relevant for a second, TikTok. I only, I've only seen the name. I don't know what it is, and I don't care to know. <laughs> and I think that's when you realize you're getting old and you're like, I don't even want to learn how to do that thing
1: i think you can like put glitter and colors and stuff on things i don't know i'm not sure what it is
0: uh that's the equivalent to my mom uploaded a picture which is a collage of three pictures of our niece and nephew with glitter around it on (laughs) facebook so Linda Reed is already on TikTok, if that's even what TikTok is, which I don't think that's what it is. But the Scavengers Network is run by our spooky little boss buddy, Colin Parker, and there are wonderful shows in the network, uh, Historical Hotties, State Your Case, Myth Takes, which is a tabletop role-playing game where they play Monster of the Week, and the last two episodes of that arc are coming out within the next few weeks, which I'm a part of right now. Some new shows coming in 2019, and there is also a Scavengers Network Patreon, if you You'd like to get bonus content and behind the scenes content or stuff before anyone else gets it, you can do that as well. So
1: check them out
0: today. Welcome back, everybody. Hopefully, you checked out Vitty Space, and then also hopefully you checked out some of the shows in the Scavengers Network. And now we're here together for the second half of our show.
1: Welcome back.
0: Welcome back. I'd like to welcome you back with this noise. That was a ghost soundboard I got, and that oh. one's just called Eerie Women, and it wasn't it wasn't <laughs> scary at all, and it was it wasn't even it wasn't no. even human. It was just a keyboard.
1: I, I've heard scarier women. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it was really bad. Well, Lindsay, I have some breaking booze for you.
1: Okay. Are you ready? I'm ready.
0: For it or for them? Yes. I have a few. So remember the the past few breaking booze or a few episodes ago, I was talking about a pterodactyl that some people were seeing. Yes. And then I've been giving you little little sneaks follow-ups How people have been seeing the dogmen a lot recently. Yes. And I guess people have been seeing giant birds a lot recently. Okay. And there's the most recent giant bird sighting, which was one week ago, like a literal week ago, not just put on the internet a week ago and it happened like five years ago, but this is literally one week ago. Someone saw a gigantic bird in Pennsylvania, our neighbors to the east.
1: And it wasn't a big crane or anything
0: according to luna who's 47 years old it was not okay her name is luna or at least she's going by luna yes this happened november 26th the day after so what black friday right
1: oh yeah that's is when that the, right? the day after black friday when all the big birds come out
0: Well, was that Black Friday or was Black Friday the 23rd or something? Big Bird. it was the the 23rd.
1: Big Bird Saturday.
0: It was Big Bird Saturday. Well, this (laughs) was not Black Friday. I misspoke, but it was after Thanksgiving. It was 6.30 in the morning, which also you and I are up early almost every day. Yeah. And we never see stuff.
1: Is the sun up at 6.30 in the morning?
0: I guess giant birds are up at 6.30. I guess so. I don't know. I guess so too.
1: Early bird gets the worm.
0: Early bird. Early
1: big bird sees a Luna.
0: Yeah. Early Luna sees a big bird and vice versa. Uh, According to Luna, she said this thing was twice the size of her vehicle. Now, if she was driving a smart car, that's not very big. But we don't know. It's still kind of big. It's still kind of big. But if she was driving a stretch Hummer, that's even bigger. Yeah,
1: that's a huge bird.
0: So we don't know what she was driving, but it was twice the size of it. Yeah. Uh, So here is a big old quote from Luna. Quote, I was driving east, which... Very important. Yes. Uh, I was driving east when I saw a large bird gliding over the highway. At first, I thought it was an extra large eagle, which I didn't know eagles oh. came in sizes. Uh, extra large. One medium eagle and an extra large fry. Thanks very much. <laughs> I thought that was funny. Continuing on with Luna's quote, The feathers were black or very dark brown. As it flew over my car, I ducked a bit to look up at it through the windshield. It was amazing to see such a beautiful sight. If I hadn't been driving so fast, the speed limit 70 miles per hour. Oh. I could have attempted to take a photo, end quote. And she did provide a sketch, uh, which is very funny because okay. it looks like she drew it on MS Paint and it's completely meaningless. Oh. But it's really good.
1: Because like, how do you draw a sketch of something to scale?
0: I, I mean, like you, you can't. You don't. Okay. You don't really. I'm showing Lindsay a picture of it right now and it's one of it's one of my favorite things I've brought into the show in general.
1: Okay. Oh good. Her <laughs> car is fuchsia. Is that fuchsia? I've never seen a fuchsia uh, car.
0: It is fuchsia. Yeah. There she even included wheels and a license plate. Yeah. And blinkers and brake lights. And a gigantic bird. Yeah. But I mean, like, I understand if it's a rough estimate. If, if that is well, the case, though. Why of,
1: did you have to draw a picture, just say that you saw a large bird? I mean, the picture doesn't show detail of the bird. It shows a big blob bird-like figure. Mm-hmm. You can just say it was a, a large bird. Yeah. That was black or brown?
0: It was a BBBF. A you big, didn't need
1: to draw a picture. No.
0: A big blob bird-like figure. Okay. Well, that was in Pennsylvania. And then I guess also a week ago in Ohio, a 23-year-old woman and her fiance saw, saw a gigantic bird. Yeah. I don't know where in Ohio it didn't say. Uh, this lady gave cryptozoology news her name but asked if they could not use it on their website. Okay. It was 5.45 p.m., almost 12 hours later in the day, if that means anything, to when Luna saw it. They were sitting, uh, her and her fiancé were sitting at a red light, and it flew over a hospital that I guess was around the intersection. And then they they only saw it for about 10 seconds. One thing that I thought was interesting is that this lady said that this gigantic bird had, quote, elbow-like wings, end quote. Which I don't know what like that Like a bat? Means.
1: Like they they have a bunch of like elbows?
0: I don't know. I mean, I'm just putting my arms out and then bending them forward. And that's what I'm envisioning. But I don't yeah. think that's it. Hmm. I have no idea what that would be. Elbow like yeah. wings.
1: I mean, I would get it more if it said like wings with like elbows.
0: And like little bendies in them?
1: <laughs> it, it was like wings with little bendies.
0: It was flying around. But, like, in them, though, little bendies.
1: That's weird. Do you think if it was the same bird, it could get from Pennsylvania to Ohio within that same time?
0: Maybe. It's all,
1: just f- hovering around.
0: All I know is that we've been seeing a lot of dogmen and giant birds within the last month or two. Yeah. So, I don't know.
1: And these are two states that that jazz cigarette is not legal.
0: Correct, yes. So it's not
1: like, hmm.
0: The devil's lettuce is not legal in these states. You're right. Very weird. Also, one more quick little tidbit of breaking booze. According to a NASA study, a real-life NASA study and Caltech there could be literal aliens living underneath the surface of Mars. Now, not the aliens that you're thinking of, you know, or that, that I thought of when, when I first read the headline. People, like
1: plant species and stuff?
0: Any sort of... A living organism, yeah, plant-based, very, very, very simple uh, biological something or other. Right. They they believe like real life IRL scientists believe that underneath the the surface of NASA there are these salty pools of water or of they
1: NASA. No,
0: <laughs> on on Mars. You said uh,
1: underneath the surface of NASA. <laughs> oh. Like I'm just thinking, like underneath the NASA building.
0: Underneath the NASA building, there are <laughs> millions of there are millions of miles of utility lines and sewers.
1: So underneath the surface of Mars, yes, there correct. are living organisms, which I well, get. I think there is.
0: They they think there there could be living organisms, right? Because. I think it's on one of the southernmost parts of Mars. There, underneath the the surface, there is these, yeah, giant salty pools of water. Right. And they're estimating that based on the climate within the last 20 million years on Mars, there could be enough oxygen and salt levels in this water that could... Uh, scientifically, or I guess by definition or whatever, uh, this just shows how much I know about any science at all, could promote life
1: very interesting
0: which is interesting
1: i think that's totally plausible i mean there are so many other planets out there like what if they're just waiting to become like an earth
0: exactly or i think it's 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 silly for us to think like i think a lot of people think that oh life on other planets it has to be they have to be bipedal they have to have arms and be very human-like because i think that's very simple to think about and because of movies and whatever but i mean even like plants on other planets planets would be crazy right imagine the produce
1: (laughs) maybe they have better produce
0: a mars nana a maple which is a mars apple yeah mapes which are mars grapes
1: which side note i was just telling jordan about a skit on saturday night live a couple weeks ago and they had like a Mars kind of alien type thing. And these aliens brought food for their Thanksgiving dinner. And instead of calling it corn, because it was purple corn, they were calling it kern with cornels. And I <laughs> thought that was very funny. It is funny. But anyways, that just reminded me of that. Kern. Kern with cornels.
0: Kern with cornels. Creamed kern. Crommed kern. Okay, Lindsay, my real topic this week, I'm ready. We always talk about on Earth how to get rid of ghosts, how to protect yourself from ghosts, correct? What about inviting ghosts? What about doing something to elicit more activity from ghosts?
1: Yeah. Well, like some people... I mean ghost hunters they kind of do that they kind of invite
0: ghosts exactly to
1: communicate
0: exactly but I don't believe this is something that we've discussed different ways or methods or uh, I guess ways of thinking in order to promote spiritual activity so first things first please be warned that here are f- or, that, or that that there are four different types of ghosts that you could come into contact with. Okay. Four specific, well, four categories of ghosts. There is just your run-of-the-mill benevolent spirit, just simply uh, friendly ghosts who are just revisiting our plane. Right. Now, I only knew what benevolent meant because I had to search the definition of benevolent <laughs> because I always got it confused with malevolent, which is the bad ones. So benevolent, but <laughs> benevolent, Casper the ghost, friendly. The for film, I ask. <laughs> And then malevolent, Think, I don't know, The Exorcist. Right. Or Captain Howdy from The Exorcist. The second type are ghosts with a specific story to tell before they cross over. So these are the ghosts with the unfinished business. Yes. There are petulant or obnoxious ghosts that act like two year olds in need of a nap. I could, okay. I didn't make that so one. So, like the up.
1: troublemakers. The troublemakers. People that are either like kind of mad or they're just like, whatever I accepted, I'm dead and now I'm just going to mess with you.
0: Yeah. Think about like a Beetlejuice. Yeah. But not actually Michael Keaton. These ones. People associate them or sort of uh, describe them as being spirits who need to cross over, but they just still need attention. Right. So they won't cross over. And then there are the spirits who don't really know that they are alive or dead. People who seem to be alive and well in their own realities. And their dimension is living parallel with ours. And we just sort of exist simultaneously. Yeah. So, ways to promote spirit activity or ghost activity. I forgot the website where I pulled this from, but I thought some of them were very funny. Uh, Number one, treat each ghost with the same respect you'd treat a living person. Ghosts have feelings too.
1: Well, yeah. they. I mean, if they're people in past lives, they're still people.
0: Correct. But a lot of people go in there shouting and stuff and trying to uh, amp right. them up. Well,
1: a lot of people think they're either demonic or they're like there to start trouble.
0: Yes, exactly. But why not go in first things first and just go, hey, can we just reason with each other?
1: <laughs> Don't That's... judge a book by its cover.
0: You're right. Don't judge a ghost by its Aura. Uh, by its aura, <laughs> maybe it's benevolent, not malevolent.
1: Maybe I'm maybe gonna... it's just having a bad day.
0: Yeah, very well could be having. Maybe a it's bad not day.
1: demonic. It's just having a crummy day.
0: Well, yeah, I think if ghosts realize that they are dead and they're wandering around, they're allowed to be moody as well. Yeah. Yeah, whatever. Lay off. Uh, Number two, uh, some some ghosts quietly observe you before making themselves known. So if you're going into a location and you're trying to promote all this activity, you're trying to capture all this stuff and you go in there and expect all this stuff to happen right away, uh, 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 they say wait 20 to 30 minutes and let the ghosts warm up to you first. Kind of like having a dog. Like having, like, this is just an example I'm going to throw out. Like having an Australian shepherd who's not really fond of people, giving <laughs> them time to come into the house. or Like come Molly. In- oh, sure, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then letting the ghosts warm up to you that way. Yeah. Because I think even human to human, it takes people a little bit to warm up to one another. If someone came in our house and you and I were hiding behind the couch and they were like, all right make a noise. <laughs> we probably want to like test it out first.
1: Yeah. Well, if someone comes into your house, you're like, whoa, 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 whoa. I'm going to hide because I'm scared.
0: Well, I'm never scared. Okay. Other ghosts. Number three, other ghosts might respond to specific stimuli. These could include trigger objects that are related to perhaps the ghost's death or when they were alive, or you can try to trigger happier moments uh, from the ghost past. One one example they give is uh, singing happy birthday.
1: So if you sing "Happy Birthday," it'll <laughs> help them warm up to you. Yeah. What if they like had a bad birthday and they died on their birthday?
0: Well, you just try it out. Okay. You know, you just try it out. But then I don't know what you would. If I was a ghost and people came into where I was haunting and started singing "Happy Birthday," and they get to "Happy Birthday, dear," and I was a ghost and I'm like, they know my name, and they said "Jergish" or they said something else. Yeah, Leon, and they didn't say Jordan. I'd be like, they don't know who I am, they're just singing happy birthday to try to get me to like sing and dance for them. Why would you
1: like have that? See, I would be offended if people sang that song, so I'd be like, you don't think I know better music?
0: You know what you could do? What develop okay, really good idea, lucrative. If anyone wants this idea, please don't. Songs
1: for ghosts,
0: essentially, yes, have a playlist where maybe uh, every so start at like 19 whatever even 18 whatever depending or however long the radio was around or wh- however long they've had like uh, the number one charts or whatever and then create a playlist based on some of the number one tracks from that year and then you go year by year by year it's going to be a big playlist but then you go yeah. to a place and you start playing songs from each era And then if a ghost, if you start hearing activity, then you're like, okay, obviously this ghost loves the Bee Gees. This is a 1970s ghost. Or, oh, this ghost is, I can hear this ghost throwing stuff to Selena Gomez. They must be a modern ghost. Right. I think that's a good idea.
1: Hmm. Yeah, that's not bad. Or just like make songs that are for ghosts, like that maybe will make ghosts laugh.
0: Okay. And those would be?
1: I don't know. You have to develop the songs still.
0: So you're saying we have to write music. Maybe we, the, 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 the collective we.
1: Eli Chambers. Eli
0: Chambers, who wrote the music for our show.
1: Eli, or what is it? Eli who does music.
0: Yes, at Eli Who Does Music, music. then he would need to figure out what type of chord structure, harmonies, melodies, instrumentation, lyrics, elicits activity.
1: Like the lyrics could be like along the lines of like, I know you're a ghost, but like, just want to know you. (laughs) (laughs) I'm really good at lyrics.
0: Yeah, you're very good. I know you're a ghost. <laughs> Nobody
1: steal those lyrics. So those were mine.
0: Just to just to make sure I have it right, the lyrics were I know you're a ghost, but I just want to know you.
1: Yeah. Okay.
0: Well, I like, mean, let's that's listen polite. How deep
1: that is. Like it's deep.
0: Yeah, steep. <laughs> yeah, it is. Okay, this one is my favorite from the entire list. There are there are a few more. Theater ghosts are different. Okay. Usually theater ghosts respond very well to direction politely tell the ghost what you would like them to do. In most cases, they'll do exactly that. So this is my favorite because it's like essentially saying, if you go, not scary enough, everyone on your mark from the very top, let's let's do another run, just like you're running a play or you're running a musical or something. I think that's very funny.
1: Well, I mean, that's kind of what people do. They're like, if you can hear me, make a noise. Or, Mm -hmm. you know, show us something poltergeist activity
0: yeah uh not scary enough i'm gonna need five ghosts out here right now tap dancing and a one well, and a that's two just,
1: it's really funny when people ask ghosts to do something because it's like i mean i've done it i've asked a ghost to like tell tap. us your name oh yeah you know and it's one of those things it's like if someone came into my house
0: yes or your theater
1: like, you ne- if you're real you vacuum the carpet yeah. Like, no, you vacuum the carpet. If you're I real want to.
0: help me with housework. If you're real, mow our grass.
1: Yeah. It's like, who are you to tell me what to do?
0: But I think I mean if this if this list is true and you're in a theater and you're waiting for theater ghosts to start doing their thing, if you're yeah. like, sell it, more conviction. They dig deep into it. your character. Exactly. Okay. I think that's very funny. The next one, you may need to explain to ghosts, if, if you're not getting a lot of activity, you might need to explain to them how to communicate with you if they're not used to seeing technology. Right. Right? I have this recorder speak right by the little red light or the little shiny light if ghosts can't see color. I don't know. Right. Yeah. And I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't think ghosts would necessarily know how to like really work uh, an ovulus X or a spirit box or something, right? Maybe they just need some helping. Uh, before investigating well-known haunted places, learn what's worked before and then go in and try those same techniques. Another way to elicit activity.
1: Okay, so if you've gone in a place before and you've told a ghost, you have a theater ghost in there and you're like, I need you to move this chair and they do, then keep using those tactics because that's what they'll respond well to?
0: I guess so, yeah. What if
1: there's other things they would respond well to? Well,
0: I'm sure there are, but... I don't know if going in right away and trying a bunch of new stuff, I would maybe set up your baseline and try to get some evidence first. And then be like, now here's a controversial method. And you lay out uh, next to each other, a hot dog, a pot of water, a little plug-in burner for you to boil the water on. But the ghosts don't know that. Yeah. And then all your condiments, you're like, make a hot dog. And they're like, oh, what? I can, like, whisper. And
1: they get mad at you because they're like, you know we can't eat that hot dog. And that's just mean.
0: And they're really good. I love those.
1: And then that's when they turn into demonic ghosts because you just mm. teased them with a hot dog.
0: Do you think all demonic activity is from ghosts who are just who died when they were hangry?
1: Maybe. Or Man. if it was, like, people keep offering hot dogs. Yeah. And they're like, "You, I can't eat it.
0: And then they're like, okay, you, you've pushed me into the corner. Now it's time to possess you and make Probably. your head spin around and barf green stuff.
1: Yeah. I just think demonic ghosts sometimes too are just mad ghosts because you won't leave them alone.
0: Yeah. People do like to prod them.
1: I mean, not bringing up the mall again, but man, we were at the mall and we got mad at everyone.
0: Yeah. It was a very quiet rage.
1: If there was another dimension trying to communicate with us during our mall activity, man, they would think we we're demonic because yes. we were moody. Whoa.
0: You just implied that we're all ghosts in another dimension to somebody else's dimension.
1: Yeah, because oh. I'm getting deep this episode. Oh, yeah? With my ghost songs. I'm just spitting <laughs> so, out lyrics.
0: There is a parallel dimension happening to right here. What if that's the thing, Lindsay? Well, yeah, really you quick, never
1: thought about that before, that we are a different dimension? There's like books and books and books about how we're actually on a different parallel of dimension and like...
0: I've always, I mean, I've thought about that, but I've never thought about it in in terms of like if... Well, not if, but when when someone dies, you go to another dimension that's running parallel with other people's. Okay, I get that. But like you and I have already died before and we are in another dimension running parallel with people who are alive or maybe they've died and they're in another dimension and we're just all running along with each other. Yeah. Whoa. No. It's like open up, open up a box of just standard spaghetti noodles and lay them out. One by one, that's what it looks like, top to bottom. We're all running, we're all running along in these spaghetti dimensions. We're all dimensions. Just a bunch
1: of spaghetti noodles.
0: Yeah, we are. And then even if you cook the spaghetti noodles, or even if they're uncooked, and you just dump out the box of pasta and they all overlap and stuff, that's like our dimensions. Sometimes you link up with one another and you see a ghost because your noodle touched their noodle. <laughs> you know? I
1: don't know if I would use that.
0: Because your rigatone touched their <laughs> manicote. <laughs> You
1: know? No. Because
0: your ravioli touched their gnocchi. <laughs> no. That's fine, I think. Yeah. Uh, the other one, I put my phone down. The other one just said, if it doesn't, you know, just trial and error. <laughs> just like, okay, so if none of these work, just keep going.
1: <laughs> hey, guys, you know what? If nothing's working out for you, just, you know, do whatever you want.
0: Oh, but one, uh, sorry, the very last one on that list, it did say when you go into an area that is haunted and you do get some activity, yeah, say who you are, thank them. And develop a rapport with those ghosts for the next time you come back. So hopefully they recognize you and you can elicit activity sooner. Right. But I don't know. Those are just a few things. If you want to start uh, finding ghosts or continuing to hunt spirits or search for spirits or get data, collect spiritual data, try some yeah. of these tricks out to elicit more activity or better evidence. Right. That's all I have.
1: Nice. Okay. Ghosts. Invite them into your house.
0: Invite them in. I
1: think. Or a, if they're already in your house, then just be nice to them.
0: Yeah. I think at the end of the day, what we can gather from that list is be polite and be thorough and have common sense.
1: See, our house, I don't get really scared here. Our basement is very creepy, but I'm more scared of the big spiders in our basement than I am anything Ooh, paranormal. Yeah.
0: I think you and I talked about that one that we saw downstairs in the basement. It was
1: a huge wolf spider.
0: Yeah. It felt. Yeah. It was. Oh, and I, I talked about the one I killed in the mailbox.
1: Yeah. A spider are terrifying but like i feel like if i were downstairs doing my laundry Mm -hmm. and a spider were to come out and then say a ghost touched me yeah i would be way more afraid of that spider
0: yeah because that spider can quite literally latch onto your leg and drain your blood
1: well a ghost could latch onto your soul and ruin your life
0: yeah what a cool story (laughs) If you were to say like, oh, what's wrong with Lindsay? Oh, she got bit by a spider. And it's like, okay, great. Oh, what's wrong with Lindsay? Oh, she's literally possessed by a ghost in our basement. Oh, wow. Yeah. And then think about all the money we could make.
1: Yeah. But man, I would like ask that ghost to help me out.
0: Yeah. Kill the spider first.
1: Like, listen, you don't like you're a ghost. Like, take care of that spider. And then you can like haunt me or whatever you want to do.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Go hide my socks somewhere.
0: One, Only one though.
1: That's always what happens. That's why I said socks are scary in the dryer. Because like you do always end up with one. You're missing? like, where'd the other one go? Heck. It <laughs> went straight to heck.
0: Or it went into someone else's noodle in their parallel noodle dimension.
1: Or there's a ghost down there with a pile of socks just laughing and crying.
0: Crying because of laughter? Yeah. Oh, okay. He's
1: laughing so hard he's crying because he's like, I just keep taking their one sock.
0: So you did say he and it's a guy. What's his name?
1: Um, Bilbert.
0: Burt.
1: yeah bill and gilbert put together bilbert last name um
0: don't say baggins
1: <laughs> <laughs> no i wasn't gonna go there
0: okay bill <laughs> and the name is bilbert
1: for some reason like the first word that popped in my head and i don't know why and it's not very good was balloon i think that's pretty good <laughs> bilbert balloon i nope. don't
0: know hi <laughs> Hi, Bilbert Balloon. Hi, Mr. <laughs> Balloon. If I knew someone with the last name Balloon, uh, I would think I would try my hardest to be their friend forever, even if they were not a good person.
1: Bilbert Balloon. BB.
0: This is my friend, Mr. Balloon. Yeah. Okay. Well, I think that's I think that's the end of our show.
1: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we won't talk about Bilbert anymore. Hashtag no. Bilbert.
0: Hashtag Bilbert. Hashtag Mr. Balloons. Scary. <laughs> party
1: scary bilbert balloon
0: scary bilbert well we would like to thank eli rexford chambers for writing the music you heard at the beginning middle and end of our show you can find eli on social media at eli who does music and he's nice he has a beard and he's nice
1: We'd also like to say thank you to everyone over at the Scavengers Network, um, our big, beautiful boss, spooky baby, Colin <laughs> Parker. Um, check it out. There are wonderful podcasts on that network. And just browse browse the website. It's fun.
0: S- speaking about browsing websites, head over to vidi.space, V-I-D-I dot space, and start looking at all of the wonderful content for free for 15 days or download the apps on your iPhone or your Android phone.
1: And thank you to all of our listeners out there. If there were no you, there would be no us.
0: We are forever grateful to each of you, every single one of you for listening to our show and putting up with us. (laughs) Thank you very much.
1: Well, have a Parallel Universe Wednesday.
0: Have a, let's, uh, no, have have a noodle week.
1: (laughs) Have a noodle week.
0: Hey, have a balloon week. Have a noodle week.
1: Have a watch out for the creepy guy in his whitey tighties Friday.
0: Yes, please. Stay away from that. Yes, please do. Oh, also, we are on social media at spooky underscore spouses. And if you have uh, a story about noodles or balloons, you can email us at spookyspousescast at gmail.com.
1: And thanks again for listening.
0: Thanks, everyone. We'll see you next Monday. Bye-bye. Bye. One, two, three, four, five, 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 five.
1: Lasagna, spaghetti, cheese, zucchini, five.